Distance with Carla, aka CB, and Greg, aka G. Dot, coming to you straight from the east and west coast of these United States of America. What's up, bruv? Book, book, book. We back, girl. We we back in here. We are back in here. I know it's been a while. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had a very, very busy summer, so I was unable to uh, be tech avail. Well, you know, life happens, uh, but we're back, and we'll just start, we'll call this season two. That's right, that's right. <laughs> we took our season hiatus that they used to do back in the day, and now we are here for season two of Relative Distance, so we hope y'all are well. Uh, hope you didn't miss us too much. That's right, that's right. I'm sure they did, but more than that is we missed the opportunity that we missed the most this summer. I don't know if we should lead with this. Go for it. You already know, right? What about the, what was the opportunity we missed this summer? Relative closeness. When you when yes when you when, when Big Sis came to visit visit your boy G Dot out in La La Land. Yes, we were supposed to do an episode of relative proximity, and we did not um, follow through with that for whatever reason. Well, there was, there was drinks being had and merrymaking. True, true, true. It could have led to a very interesting episode. I would That's say true. that much. That's true. But, I have but now I have, I have seen Greg set up now in person, uh, having, having spent four days in L.A., um, which was awesome. We had a great time. We're going to definitely try to make it a more annual or more regular thing. Ideally, annually, that'd be amazing. Yeah. So maybe once a year, we'll have a relative closeness episode. Yeah, we yeah we we should have done that. I thought you were going to say to discuss the Olympics. That's what I was thinking because we missed the entire Olympic situation. Um, All right, yeah, that's a good sort of indication of where I was. I I I didn't get to watch the Olympics until probably I would say I I really got to finish them maybe ten days after the closing ceremony. Goodness. Eight days after close. Now, now. That's because you're a very thorough Olympic watcher. That's true. Like I, I am a huge track and field fan, so I wanted to watch all of it, and there was hours and hours and hours <laughs> and hours of coverage. I was so underwhelmed with the NBC. Like NBC primetime coverage sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Like you know. You know, you know, you want to see the heats, and but then also you want to see it sort of in like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna watch volleyball, then it's track, then it's mm-hmm. you know, then it's um, whatever, table tennis, yeah. gymnastics. You want to watch all that stuff, but like the way they cut it together left me very angry. Now, if you watch the Diamond League meets, or if you watch any of the NCAA meets, or any any of that stuff. You're used to a certain level of, you know, coverage. Yeah, yeah. And I, so, so for a casual fan, the NBC primetime coverage might have been sufficient. But for a person like yourself that watches track and field as if it was like fantasy football, if you had your fantasy <laughs> track and field team, you know what I'm saying? You'd be, you know, that I, as invested. I know. So it I wasn't was, enough. No, and, I, and it's so funny. I, today I was thinking about. Uh, if I was going to like, you know, if I was going to start a harem of uh, track and field athletes who my top five were, it was very interesting. Is this based on their ability or based on their appearance? Both. Well, luckily they're all good. Well, okay. well you get to the, hepta- the heptathletes. It's funny, like like the heptathletes are like the Instagram models of, mm-hmm. of uh, 
the track and field world. So there's a couple hammers on that, but they're not very good. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but the rest of them, yeah, you know, they're they're competitive. They're competitive. Mm. You know. So, what are your thoughts since you are so in tune with track and field? The uh, rise and downfall of Shakari. What is? What are your thoughts on on this system okay. here? Okay, okay, okay. So Shakari Richardson, let's go back a little bit. Uh, as a freshman at LSU was on fire. I think she ran 10.78, something like that, and set the NCAA record, which will probably stand for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. But then after that, she competed in, she went pro. She competed mm-hmm. in one Diamond League, I think it might have been the Prefontaine, and it didn't do very well. And then she made it to the Olympic that's trials, a, or the world, the world Championship trial uh, finals, and came in last. And this is when, what year, roughly? 2019. Oh, okay. Pre-COVID. And Pre-COVID and 2020, she dropped a couple of good times, and you know, and okay, she yeah, for you know, there's a couple of girls from LSU who uh, Aaliyah Hobbs being another one who you know were really the forefront of American sprinting. Um, Aaliyah Hobbs might have been, you know, here's the thing, they may not have shown this. I think they probably showed it on the NCA on the uh, NBC coverage when she got she got DQ'd for a false start, and then they brought her back for the final. And they just kind of threw her in last minute. See, I don't think they showed you that. I don't like, know. So, anyways, um, you know the rules. Listen, now, I, you know, I may or may not love to partake, partake in what she partook in, but, <laughs> but um, you know, there's rules. Like, yeah, you know, like, you know, like, and she knows the rules, and you sign up for it. So, it's unfortunate. You know, like, they probably could have held that suspension to the end of the year or maybe they should have, that might have been in her favor because the the her 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 bounce back ain't bounced very much well i told and you the, should, go ahead no Sorry. i was just gonna say I, I just wonder if this is her performing at her peak you know what no. i mean um no, and maybe no. so do you think if she had gone to tokyo she would have performed better or she would have no. had she got you, she, no she got she would have got fourth but, okay. I, but I, that's what i've been now, saying I mean, the whole time. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say the whole time. Like you know, you know, so in that Prefontaine race, um, nobody ever in history had ever lined up with two ten six women on either side of them. It's never mm, happened before. Okay. So you know, she's not at that level yet. She might be in three or four years. She's young, mm-hmm. young, young, twenty, twenty one. You mm-hmm. know, Shelly Ann Fraser Price is like thirty six. Elaine Thompson Haraz, thir- uh, 29, 30. Mm-hmm. So you know, she would have got rolled. That's what I was saying to you when you were here. It's like there's no yeah. way she would have won that race everyone yeah. you know for people who just like got got interested in track and were watching like, oh she's the fastest woman in the world no she's really not yeah she's really not she might have been able to get sharika jackson maybe so she might have got a bronze she'll win a gold eventually but uh yeah. but track is so mental yeah um you know it's your body it's your mind telling your body to react a particular way but there's so many variables that yeah. that indicate how you're gonna run you know that she just wasn't mentally sharp. There was so much pressure on her. You know, she said after the mm-hmm. you know, immediately after you saw the picture. I watched. Of, I, I, was saw, saw, I saw her interview after that yeah. race. Yeah, you see, Shelly, you see, uh, Shelly, I your prize. Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the side like, mm-hmm, yeah. sis. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but she's like, she's like, y'all keep talking shit. Okay, now who's she talking to? It's because it's not Elaine Thompson Hurrah. It's not Shelly and Frazier Price. It's nobody competing with her. She's yeah. talking about social media. Social media. So she's like, so like, you know, it's just really hard to stay sharp and 
be dealing right. with that, you know. Um, but, you know, then she came back in Brussels and ran a 200 mm-hmm. and got like fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. She'll come back for the okay. world championships next year. But, okay. uh, you know, she's just not, she's not there yet. And, like you know, and everyone, you know, I'm not sure why everyone cared so much, you know, like, you know, everyone was so, everyone was tall. Everyone had an opinion about it. But yeah, fact of the matter is, it's like, you know, if you know the rules, either find a way to, to cheat them, you know, or follow them or follow them, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah. but like I said, but I said to somebody, I don't remember who, might have been our boy DJE, but I was like, yo, if you looked at Sha'Carri Richardson and didn't think she smoked, then you don't, <laughs> you've never read anyone that smokes before. <laughs> like, like to, to quote uh, next Friday, I can tell you smoke because your lips are black. <laughs> well, hopefully things will turn around for her. That's, you know, we didn't have a chance to discuss that when it was actually like current news. So, right. um, no, here we are now. Um, I guess moving on, talking about older athletes, I was just watching the Bucks and the um, Cowboys. Um, I think right. the game might be at halftime right now. So that whole thing looked like the Super Bowl all over again. It was a big deal. People saw Tom, the, the, Tommy look. Thomas. Uh, he looked good. He looked good. It's, it's, the game was tied um, when we came to record. So okay. I'm not sure where things stand right now. But he looks good. You know, he's 44. Right. He's, he's up there. Uh, he's up there. Yeah, he's Jeez. up there, man. But you know, he's doing it still. Yeah. Obviously, at the highest level. So what I've been doing since we last recorded, among other things, have become a, a frequent consumer of TikTok. It has oh, become no. my. Oh no. I I enjoy TikTok <laughs> so much. Shout out to Shiana, friend of the show, for putting me on. But. Oh, no. Oh, it's so entertaining. It's oh, so funny. Man. And there's oh. everything you could want on TikTok. So I just bust out laughing at stuff or I learn something one day or I get affirmations the next. Like, it's all there. Just in, like, one-minute clips. So are you, so pra- that's are, are you practicing doing. your dancing? No, I haven't gotten into the TikTok dancing, per se, because... You know, I saw someone say, it looked like you're, like, trying to signal an airplane into the airport. Like, the dances aren't really dancing. No, I mean, I mean, I was at, a, I went to see a Chromio DJ a set at um, Exchange LA a couple weeks ago. Okay. And um, I tried to do some of my TikTok dances there, and people looked. How'd that go over? They, they like should know it. what it is. Was the crowd too old? Uh, well, that that's a whole other conversation that we probably should have at some point. Uh, am I too old to go out? Because I can't tell. <laughs> I, I, I just depends where you're anything. going. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah. But, you know, but I, I'm going to take it as a general yes or no decision <laughs> <laughs> because I do love going out. But, man, it's just, you know, I was in Chicago for Lollapalooza weekend. Yeah. That was, that was insane. I didn't go to Lollapalooza. Let me be clear about that. There's yeah. Way too yeah. many people there. But, yeah. um, you know. Steaming be- COVID hotbed of. Although I didn't hear, you know, Chicago was different. I didn't hear about it. I didn't, I didn't hear, hear about it. There was a lot of cases. Yeah, that's the thing. It's weird. You see these festivals and now the stadiums are full for the football games and everything, but you're not hearing about these major spikes. So I don't know. Speaking of too old for things, um, our friend who we don't actually know in real life, Andre 3000, if you know, he at one point said he wasn't going to really rap anymore because he felt like he was too, no, is that what it was? No more albums albums. because he feels like he's too old 
yeah. to be out here rapping. But he's been like, I mean, he's been spotted in Cleveland a lot. And people randomly run into him playing the flute in Atlanta and <laughs> Cleveland. Just he's everywhere. Have you seen that Key and Peele sketch where uh, it's uh, uh, Jordan Peele's playing Big Boy and uh, Keegan Michael Key is Andre 3000? No. And, uh, all right, so here's a, here, here's how here's the setup of it. Um, it opens up on a big boy sitting at a like at a coffee shop reading a book, mm-hmm. and someone comes up to him, like, "Man, are you Big Boy?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So like, it was nice to meet you. Took a picture with him or whatever, and then he uh, he walks in, and then he like he, then you hear Andre three thousand walk in, and he's wearing like you know like the leprechaun shoes that have bells on them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he, and he's got like uh, he's got like green overalls on, and he and he orders his crazy drink. And then he comes over and he's like, big boy. And at one point he does pull a flute out of his pants and starts playing a flute. See, there's some um, actuality that's based yeah. in truth. Because okay, he does so, that. All right. So people do see him play randomly playing a jazz. Yes, they do. Like they do. Okay. Absolutely. So so he showed up over the this past weekend. Okay, let me rewind. There's this really weird beef going on right now between Drake and Kanye West. Yes, I've heard about that. I do know about okay. this. All right. So those that that those that are, I don't even know all the, the, the minute details because I didn't do no homework on this. It's just what I've been reading on, on social media. So apparently Kanye, the Kanye started, I don't know. At one point Kanye posted Drake's address on the internet. I'm yes. just going to jump to and that. phone number. Like yeah. phone number and address yeah yeah like here's, here's where you can find Drake world so Drake responded with some laughing meme or what have you and then um, Kanye's album Donda came out and he was throwing some shots at, at Drake on that and then last week Drake's album CLB Certified, Certified Lover Boy, Boy came out and there were some shots to Kanye on a couple at the 7am I don't know, y'all don't do your research. But he threw some shots at Kanye on the album. So, what I think Drake meant as a sucker punch ended up being a love tap. But he released a song that Kanye had for Donda and didn't release. Like, he, it was a scrap song. But Andre 3000 laid a verse on that song that set the internet on fire. Um... It was a very beautiful verse, very insightful, basically asking Donda to talk to Andre's deceased parents for him. Like, it was beautiful. Really cool. Um, I'll link to it when I get a chance. Um, Life of the Party is the name of the song. (laughs) So, so he leaked it. Drake leaked it on his radio show on Sirius. I don't know what he thought he was doing. Like, oh, here's a song that Kanye never released. But it didn't have the effect he wanted because everybody was listening to it. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. Andre, amazing, blah, blah, blah. Kanye's verse comes on and he's just going after Drake on his verse. Like, it doesn't tie in thematically to all that beautiful stuff Andre laid out. And here come Kanye talking about Drake. Are we gonna have the, when are we going to have the Kanye West conversation? Oh, we can have it eventually. Okay. Probably not tonight, but we'll have it soon. Okay. So have you, have you heard the Donda album? No, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a pursuer or a consumer. But just to finish this up, yeah, yeah. Andre released a statement I think on Sunday stating that he received the the music, he laid his verse. 
the song was cut from the album because Kanye decided that he wanted it to be a clean album and the, the song had um, profanity on it and Andre didn't feel like cutting profanity out would do any service to the verse. Um, also, Kanye laid his lyrics after Andre recorded his verse. So Andre had no idea what the song was going to be about. Um, he knew what the theme of Donda was, which is to dedicate to his mother. So this verse he he beautifully wrote was following that theme. He kind of just, he went left on it. So yeah, that's the latest. So Andre's been getting a lot of love this past week or so because, you know, we just want more from him. It's well, good to see him back. I, I don't think, um, well, first of all, I, 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 you know, this is Drake albums are trash. <laughs> I did listen. To, I did listen. Listen to seventy five percent of Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, I mean, if you can name me the different songs on the random Drake album, I would be so impressed. Not you, obviously not you, but, say, but anybody, because they're all trash. Like, like now Drake is undeniably one of the best single artists. To, you know, mm. to, to create singles in the history of music. Uh, you know, he has fire. His features are awesome. But when you get to a Drake album, it's like an art house film that you're supposed to, you know, like, you know, you're like, oh, the cinematography and the, oh, the, you know, the, the ambiance of, you know, it, you know, the, the story, like there's, there, you don't really like it, but you know you're <laughs> supposed to like it. Because God, it's Drake. that's why I felt listening to it, like, and I've never been a Drake fan, but I was like, let me listen to this. I'm suppo- it's supposed to be cool. Well, because like, it's it's half of it is these kind of simple beats with pads going over them, and him just coming in on the six on the fly and shit. You know, just rapping, mm. for, uh, stream of consciousness rapping for three, four, five minutes. No hook, no pro- point of what he's talking about. I believe that was champagne song. poetry. Yeah. Yeah, and. And like I was like, it, if I bet you, you could bet Drake a million dollars. Like, okay, let's go to the album you released in 2013, and let's turn on this song. And if you can repeat the verse that you did on this album, mm-hmm. there's no way he can because there's just stream of consciousness, nothing. Like, gotcha. you know. So, anyways, um, I would like less of that and more of Andre 3002. <laughs> I concur. Uh, I concur. The people were saying that his verse was wasted. One, because how could you not release that? Nobody would have known about the song if Drake hadn't released it, first of all. Kanye wasn't going to release it. But then it's like it was a waste of a, of a verse on a song that wasn't that good. Like, Kanye just starts wailing at the end. I'm like, what is going he's on? Crying. No, he's singing uh, poorly. And then there's a clip of DMX playing with his daughter at the end of the song. So it starts with Andre, ends with DMX, and in the middle is just a mess. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I've got no, I've got no interest in that. No, now, that's fine. But you should hear this is Andre's verse though, and they well, cut it off. There, uh, you know the Gorillas, the band the Gorillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever hear the song they did with Andre Three Thousand? Mm-hmm. It wasn't on an album, um, no. but it came out probably like six or seven years ago. That might have been the last verse I heard from Andre Three Thousand. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you should look that up too. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, but it's awesome. Okay, yeah. that'll be something. Uh, moving on, the next couple things are kind of dark. So it's, it's, Ooh. let me start with this one. Spooky. Yeah, we're getting close to Halloween. Yeah. No, but no, in all seriousness, um, 
was it Monday? Sunday. You know, with, with, the, with the holiday having um, fallen, I have no idea what day things have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the weekend, the very sad news that actor Michael K. Williams was found deceased in his apartment, uh, which has yeah. rocked a lot of people. Like, it, it, it was two days ago, so that was on the 6th, right? Yeah. It feels like it was all, yeah, he died on September 6th. Okay. And today's the night, so three days ago. Man, you know, it's, it's, it's strange because certain people pass. You know, we just, we just kind of passed the one year of Chadwick, losing Chadwick Bozeman, which, you know, ugh, that was rough. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts. Like, Michael K. Williams, obviously known initially to most everybody in the world from as Omar Little on The Wire, which you put me onto The Wire. We've talked about The Wire. It is my favorite show ever still. So it, you know, he holds a special place in my heart just for that. But then I also watched Boardwalk Empire. I watched Lovecraft Country. Yeah. I've watched so much of his work. And it's just one of those things you don't really appreciate the person to their... I mean, I always... Anytime I saw him in a project, project, I was like, this is going to be good. The night of... I was like, this is going to be good because he's in it, you know? Man, 54 years old? Well... I mean, uh, in the book that you never bought for me called um, All the Pieces Matter, I guess. You I thought it. I bought it. Did I forget? You bought it, you bought it for you. I but thought I bought one for you. Oh. Be a lot I'll cool if you it. did, man. Be fix a lot it, cool Jesus. if you did. But um, no, he, um, I guess he talks about uh, he was struggling season one and season two with his cocaine problem. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's very similar to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these amazing actors who get sober. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things about drug use that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, we know people that have had drug problems, but right. you know, it seems to me like you know, you know, you know, with any drug, you build up a tolerance, mm-hmm. and I think that. If you relapse, you, you like you know. If you're drinking a handle of Jack every day, and you're sober for five years, and you go back and try to drink a handle of Jack, your body is mm-hmm. not going to be. But your brain thinks you can. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it just it just seems so similar to me about mm-hmm. you know like you, I don't know, man. Like you know, it's you know I yeah. I don't. It's weird. It's weird. He was very appreciated by everyone except for the award show people right Emmy nominated over and over again but the love the every take on this man that you've seen for those grieving that knew him has been of a similar vein he was an amazing person he had a warm heart a beautiful soul he had his demons um he even said he was very open about that too I watched a couple of interviews that he did where he talked about the wire as you mentioned sort of reopening some wounds you know him sort of being synonymous as Omar and people not seeing him for who he was and seeing him as Omar um, being typecast because of the scar down the middle of his face. Right. You know, when he started off as a background dancer, you know, which I remember when I learned that, I was like, that's interesting, you know, but it, it's, you know, what he he choreographed Crystal Waters 100% Pure Love video, which I found oh, out I a couple that. days ago. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, and then I saw a very recent interview he did where he talked about Lovecraft Country taking him to a really dark place. 
And this one interview that they did, it was on Zoom. I don't know what news outlet it was with, but he literally started sobbing as he was talking to, you know, about about the, his cast being surrounding him and them having to stop production to kind of help him cope with what he what he was going through. And you know, Lovecraft dealt with a lot of black trauma, so yeah. you know, it reopened a lot of stuff from what his family experienced and then what he was kind of experiencing vicariously through this character, Montrose Freeman. So. Dude was like, it's almost like somebody that acts that well. Almost like there's an element of torture, a tortured soul to them. You know what I mean? You're resonating with these characters so deeply that how does it not? You know, like the um, was it Heath Ledger? You know, the Joker turning him into a taking to a dark place. It's just you know the, the things that they sacrifice for their craft because of what they love what they do but they're transforming into these people and it's, it's really um you know i was even seeing something where they said you know when they when they filmed um i don't remember what movie it was but they had grief counselors maybe it's when they see us they had grief counselors on standby and they said they should probably have like racial trauma oh it was if when they film now there's like sex counselors on for sex scenes for people oh, that, intimate, intimacy coordinators there you go intimacy coordinators and consultants right so now they need to have like racial trauma like counselors when they're since that's what people love to make is black trauma but yeah. what happens when they, when you say you know cut and you have to go home and then live with all of that that you just had to act out yeah. Um, no, you're absolutely right, though, that there's a darkness and like great artists are often tortured. And, you know, um, you know, I just watched uh, Kid 90, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Salel Moonfry. Uh, oh, Punky Brewster. Brewster. Yeah, like she recorded everything. She was like one of those people who always had a video camera in her hand. Okay. And she caught a lot of people giving like confessions and like a lot of her friends growing up in LA in the nineties killed themselves. And she got a lot of like phone messages and she got a lot of, uh, you know, people talking to her at parties, um, Mm -hmm. openly and candidly because it's one of those things that camera falls away if it's always there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, you know, no matter how much love he was surrounded with, and no, you know, no matter how much love he felt, you know, at some point you got to be by yourself. And mm-hmm. you know, what do you? Th- you know, it's just so sad. Very um, sad. You know, I. You know, I. You know, he'll, I'm sure he'll win the Emmy that he was nominated for, and um, but he was supposed to win it anyway. So I think the voting was probably already in. Oh yeah. But, um, you know, he'll win his own. I mean, you know. Montrose definitely deserved his own Emmy, but he, but you know, this is definitely his Omar Emmy that he's going to win. But yeah, you know, the whole wire, the whole wire cast these like, like belated Emmys. Like this, this show was never not respected while it was on. No, no, and, you know, and, you know, it, but at least like the amount of out, you know, I'm not as dialed into social media as you are, but even the people I saw were it's just all love for him and mm-hmm. respect, and I think he. um you know, I think he knew he felt loved, you know, but, you know, it might be one of those things where there's, I mean, to quote The Wire, there might be, you know, uh, there might be a hot package going around. Obviously, there is. Yeah, there is. People, there's people that out here dying. He was in, he was in New York, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're saying, like, if you're doing heroin, like, you're not doing heroin anymore. You're doing that fentanyl. And same, same with the Coke. The Coke's been laced with fentanyl, too, apparently. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's killing people and. 
Yeah. You know, I, I hope he, uh, I know he had a son and, you know, I'm sure his family mm-hmm. is devastated and, you know. For sure. But, you know, at least, you know, you know, it might, yeah, it might so be, it must be cool, like, to be able to go back and see, you know, the person you love, like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, yeah. so they're never, you know, but man, like, but that, you know, that's that. Yeah. You know, but but it's, it's tough. Like, it's, you know, in some of the saddest takes I saw, because I really didn't see a lot of reaction from the Lovecraft cast. I know that they were the most closest to him as of late, but the wire like and again because i feel like i have some sort of connection i have such a strong connection to the wire you know sure. just being a fan so seeing you know trey cheney and and jd williams and Julito mccullough like all of them um lance reddick you know all of them sonia song andre like the whole yeah, cast of the wire wendell basically pierce. yeah oh, wendell pierce's tribute was amazing yeah yeah, man. Yeah. So every each one I saw, I was just like, oh, this is so sad. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you, you, you informed me that it happened. Yeah. And, uh, man, just, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's, yeah, I mean, the, the Mount Rushmore would probably be of people gone too soon, would be like, you know, actor wise. I mean, he's on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's on it. Chadwick's on it. Chadwick's on it. Heath Ledger's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I would need to give this a little bit more thought, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just it's sad. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. But, but, Since know, we're talking about sad things, I guess did you have something else to say about that before I jump no, into the next? No, I mean, you know, like what else is there to say? I mean, you know, like I guess if you're, you know, dealing with drugs and you know, or suicide, you know, it goes without saying. But you know, reach out to people, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you know, get help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, there's no even way to segue to this, but <laughs> this weekend also commemorates or commemorates the um, 20th anniversary of 9/11. Which, when you say it's been 20 years, I'm like, how sway? Like, right, what do you right, mean? What right. do you mean? So 9/11 happened during that phase of our lives, I think, where we weren't really super tapped in to each other. So I don't know your where were you story when 9/11 happened. Well, I was living in Columbus. Okay. Um, I guess we should probably start to tell you know we you know, shout out to our cousin who died in the building. Yes. Abigail Medina. Mm-hmm. We speak your name. Um, yes. But um, uh, I was living in Columbus. Uh, I must have been nineteen. Nineteen or tw- um, yeah, it was nineteen. Obviously. So um, <laughs> yeah, like. I would, I'd always wake up to Howard Stern, right? Mm-hmm. He was on my, my, my clock radio. And I had <laughs> work that day. I was working at uh, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I hear Howard talking about, you know, because Howard stayed on the radio that day. Okay. So, but he's like, is, you know, he's like, is Brooklyn okay? Like, what's going on? And like, mm-hmm. I was like, what? And then like, so I'm sitting there on the foot of the bed. I'm not even sure I had TV at the time. Okay. It was just like, you know, um, Poverty. Yeah, I was looking at a straight up poverty, dude. It's a college lifestyle. And um, 
but I was but I had to go to work um, mm-hmm. at the restaurant, and I happened to be on a bar shift, okay. like where um, so everybody was in the bar because that's where the TVs were. So right. we were all kind of like, "What the hell is going on?" Mm-hmm. And um, I guess Columbus was kind of put there was a defense. There's like the center of there's like some sort of defense production facility that was kind of right near where I live. Nice. And uh, there was, you know, so everyone was kind of on lot concerned about that. Like maybe they're going to hit that. Um, I, I remember I was supposed to drive back. No, I did drive back to Cleveland that night. Oh, and, okay. And there was nobody on the road at mm. all. Weird. And, That'd and, be eerie. Yeah, it was weird. And then. Um, that was also the day that we found out about our cousin. Right. And so, um, so uh, there's a lot going on. But I, I remember. Our cousin, just so those who don't know, our cousin passed away in Pittsburgh. The, he was found, for lack of better terminology, the same day of 9 11. So, that, so there's yeah, there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah. that day. And I remember uh, the price gouging at, um, at uh, the gas stations. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the one uh, in like East Cleveland was like, uh, I want to say it was like LA, LA well, now. It was like four. Why were you getting gallon. gas at East Cleveland? I was going to see. I think I went to see mom, and she was living over on. Oh, uh, so I was over there. So, okay, uh, down the like, way. You were down the way. way. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say it was like four or something. I'd never seen that before. Like what the hell? Uh, on the day of? Yeah, because people remember that people were price gouging. Uh, they're like, you're, you're going to get in trouble if you price gouge gas. Because oh, okay. everyone was like trying to, you know, never, no one knew what was going on. But like, where are you going? Like, yeah, okay. No one knew what was going on. Where right. were you? You were, you were. I was in Ann Arbor. Right. So I had just started, it was 20, 2011, obviously, or 20, 2001. I, so I had just graduated um, from Michigan a couple months before. So I had just started this new job working for the university. It was, it was a weird job in the engineering department because I, I needed work. I was homeless. No, I wasn't homeless. I was just poverty. So um, I got sent to this M Pathways training, which was like the computer system. And I'm in the training. It started at 8 o'clock. And sitting there, and it was 2001, so I don't know if I had a cell phone yet. You probably I think did. I did. You but, you know, yeah, I think I had my little Nextel but, thing at the time. But it was actually a phone that you would call somebody on, not not a text machine. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't a text machine. It was, you know, chirp, chirp. Yeah. Um, I thought so fancy with that chirp. You really do. So, anyway, the news started trickling in. I think people were on the computer but opening up, like, you know, I guess the internet. I don't know. I feel yeah, like 2001 was so long ago. It was around. So, Everybody was murmuring at that point about what was going on. And I, sp- I specifically remember the instructor being like, there's nothing we can do about it. So let's continue to learn. And everybody was like, no, no. So eventually things started escalating and they ended up just canceling the class. So like, the whole university shut down. I remember I was so upset. I was walking, like the whole thing was just very just like sad and devastating to me. So I remember walking from the training back to main campus and I'm crying like, crying and like some dude I knew drove what's wrong with you I was like don't you watch the news so I was walking back and um yeah the whole university basically shut down everybody was just wandering around like zombies like I don't know 
what to do. Right. So I linked up with some of my friends, but I remember specifically trying to call. For some reason, everybody just felt the need to call and check on each other, even if they were nowhere yeah. near New York. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. but you couldn't get through because all of the circuits were busy. Yeah. You couldn't make a phone call. Um, so yeah, I, I linked up with my friends and we just, it all gets blurry after that. But I just remember being with them. Like we needed each other in that moment of solidarity because well, we couldn't call nobody. The craziest thing to think about is that college freshmen, shit, maybe even college sophomores or juniors, mm-hmm. have no memory of it. Why are we this old? You know, it happened before they were born. They yeah, it's history. It's literally it's history, it's history to them. Yeah, yeah, and you know the uh, the effects of it for us long term. I mean, or, you know, I guess that. Well, we, we, you know, we've gone through some stuff, man. You know, like we, we look back on our lives. You know, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I guess nine eleven was sort of the first real thing, and then you know, again, I guess the pan- was pandemic. it. I was gonna say though, what if you can think about? Do you remember? I saw this question circulating on Twitter last week. What's the first big news story that you remember? Like that caught national news or national attention? I remember. I remember there. Were, I remember there was a BP oil spill. I, I don't know Ooh, when that was. That's a good one. Was it but, that of the Exxon Valdez? Well, I think it was the BP one because Dad worked for them. Okay. So I remember that standing out to me. Um, okay. I, I'd have to let me see if I can find when that was because um, uh, BP oil spill. Oh, there's so been, remember the there's been a couple since then. <laughs> there was the one that made, they made the movie about, but that happened more recently. Right, it was one twenty ten, but yeah, maybe it's Exxon Valdez, and but it might have been a BP company. I remember them wiping the the sludge off the birds. Yeah, yeah, well, they, they used Dove. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, they used Dial yeah. uh, Dial dishwasher. It was dishwashing. No, it was Dawn dish Dawn, detergent. Dawn, yeah, dish detergent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <clears throat> other than that, um, let me think. So I'll offer mine. My, what I remember first was the Challenger disaster. Oh, that was yes, like the yes, first yes, one I remember. Yes. I, remember um, being, I remember being in my second grade class and we were watching it, like watching the liftoff. And oh, it was, that yeah, was, horror, <laughs> talk about trauma. I was only a year older than my child is currently. Trauma. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's and then crazy. right after that, then it was baby Jessica falling in that well. Yeah. Oh, wow. You got some good ones. Yeah. I remember that too. I remember them pulling her out. Yep. yep. They um. You know, and I remember, like, I was so salty. Wait, this is so dumb. I was so mad because I was watching Rags to Riches, and uh, I loved Campbell. that show. Yes, and Tisha Campbell's my favorite character on Rags to Riches, and so she, they had, I don't even know what the scene. I don't remember the show really at all, but I remember she had escaped from wherever they were staying because she wanted to go meet up with some nigga, and mm-hmm. she was singing a song running down the street. They interrupted it. For baby Jessica and I was they so mad. They pulled her out of the well. I was like, but she was gonna go meet the boy, and that day oh. I never saw it again. There was no rerun. I think they canceled the show, so I they never found out what Probably happened. Immediately. <laughs> I mean, if you think about the con- all right, for those of you who don't remember Rags to Riches, from what I can recall of this show, now this is completely from my memory, is that there was a group of young destitute girls who were brought into a rich guy's mansion. Now, yeah. and they sang songs and whatnot. Now, yeah. if you think about it, I mean, no matter how rich you get, I don't think you can just move girls into your house. 
especially <laughs> broke girls. But, you know, whatever. It was the 80s. So they, they That's let us, like they they, let Everything goes in the 80s. Yeah, they let it ride. But no, those are two good ones. Yeah, I remember the Challenger happening. I definitely remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, baby Jessica. Man, you know, the 80, I need to go back and rewatch some 80s stuff because uh, there's, there was a lot of stuff. Because there wasn't much... Uh, diversity and coverage, you know what I mean? Like, right. So yeah, you had your big three: ABC, yeah. ABC, NBC. There's a if it's still streaming on Netflix, there is a, like a retrospective of the '80s like show. I think it's called the '80s. Like it's very creatively named. But well, I um, think Unsolved Mysteries and America's Most Wanted really threw off my perspective of what was, what was happening <laughs> and when because it balance out your watching. Yeah. Well, I, had to, I I couldn't I can't, don't really remember uh, when those shows were on, but I do know that they had an impact on me. Yeah, I was just listening to the Unsolved Mysteries podcast yesterday, actually. Was it new? But it, yeah, but it frustrates me because no, dude. they're they're because they're unsolved. I don't want to know who done it. <laughs> Why don't you I, solve it? Yeah, yeah, solve that <laughs> shit. Like, like I, I want, like I want to, like I want to see, like. I listen to all these true crime podcasts. Now I'm trying to go through them. Like, all right, if this is a whodunit, I'm not listening to it. I'm right. kind of like that now. I'm like, I I need to know who did it. Like, don't yeah. don't do it I, like this. Give me a profile of the killer. Yeah, yeah. You know, so nothing. Not um, but, but yeah, so that that um, but to to your point about this being history for the college students that are like freshmen and sophomores, freshmen and sophomore now they have no idea what it's like to go through the airport without TSA. Because if you remember before 9-11, you know, remember if we were younger, grandma used to take us to the airport. we go watch the planes take off. Like, you just go That's sit right. at the gate and have no business being there whatsoever. That doesn't need something to do, so we'll go to the airport. Well, that's true. And also, younger kids are not going to have any really idea of the world without masks. Yeah, that's true. You know, you know so it just is what it is. You yeah. know, and, and, you know, children are adaptable and, you know, and it's just it's just a new world order. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't know, man. I, you know, you know, I, I think the country needs some sort of unifying event like that. Cause for a moment, not like that, not like that, not like that <laughs> for, but for a moment, we were all Americans, you yeah. know, and everyone, and everyone had each other's back. Although then yeah. my car, I was at, I was working out at some shithole gym in uh, Columbus and someone stole the keys to my car on, on September 12th. Oh, it only lasted a day for you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just got you that book, by the way, so it's on its way oh. now. Finally. You gotta do things. I gotta remember things in the moment. I'm not gonna remember. I just gotta. Re- I gotta remember how to read because it's been a while well, since I've cra- cracked me a book. Well, one thing at a time. You a know, wordy. there's pictures. There's, there's pictures in it, so okay. you can start with the pictures. That's my Christmas. That's my early Christmas gift. I appreciate it. It is. You're covered now. Birthday too. All right. Dope. Dope. <laughs> Man. So, um, what do you think about if? Never, never mind. Never mind. I was gonna ask. I was, I was gonna go into a, an anti-vaccine thing. Oh Lord! But, we, how much time do we have no, no, to I do just, a, just, a double episode? No, real go simple. Ahead. Real simple, though. Okay. okay. Wouldn't you argue that if you don't want to take the vaccine, if you get COVID, you shouldn't be able to go to the hospital? I just saw this argument yesterday on Instagram, and I cheered an Instagram story I saw that said that because it doesn't make sense for you to suddenly. I don't believe in the vaccine. Rah, rah. And then when you get sick, you show up at the ER, you're taking away resources from everybody else, asking yeah. for every experimental treatment under the sun. 
Right. I guess they're using like the Give horse. me Invermectin. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, did you see that? That's making 85% of men sterile that are using that. Well, good. Let, let, the, let, them. let Darwin do his good work. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. yeah, but no, it's like, no, they're asking for the Rinevere, they're asking for all of the medicine. Now y'all want the medicine. Yeah, 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 man. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's not really that type of show that we do. But, you I know, know it, it but, is, fr- but it is frustrating. Very. You know, I'm, um, you know, it's funny. I was, the only thing I'll say about it was when I was in Chicago, I was at some bar and, you know, I was, Talk, ended up talking to this lawyer. From, she was from San Francisco, mm-hmm. and uh, she now lives in Chicago. And we're talking, you know, just you know, I'm, saying, I'm commenting on how open Chicago is. Mm-hmm. And you know, I told her that I live in Los Angeles. She says, "Well, you guys aren't open because you have a Democratic governor." And because that re- that recall election will is happening right now. Yes, but I know. as we're talking, the Olympics are on, and I don't remember what they're showing. It might have been like beach volleyball or something. Mm-hmm. And I look up. I'm like, do you realize that there's no um, buddy in the stands in Tokyo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like because of COVID. Like no one's trolling you because you're yeah. Republican. Yeah, right. Like, right. In, in Japan, this is a worldwide problem. Yeah, yeah. Like so people, not, like get at your yeah. heads, out your butts. It's not just yeah. an American thing. So. Yeah, but you saw that Larry Elder, who is the leading candidate for um, the, re- for the Republican recall, uh, yeah. got egged yesterday on the street. And <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> he had to cancel his event because yeah. he got egged. Yeah, yeah, popular guy that one. Yeah, but it's weird. Like you know, it's weird. You know, I you know I I I, I throw my algorithm off by fo- you know I follow a couple of conservative people on some on some of my uh, on some of my. Um, social media platforms mm-hmm. and one of them is you know a talking head pundit for fox news lives in uh. tennessee um and said and i quote i i got a pretty good feeling about this i think we're gonna win talking about the recall election of oh, okay. gavin newsom uh-huh why what's the we <laughs> yeah what's the we like the, you know, the like, other republicans well, yeah, but like, but like, it, California has no like, a governor of California. It's not like it's like me saying, "Oh, I hope the mayor of Anchorage, Alaska, wins." I have a pretty good feeling we're gonna get we're gonna win this one. <laughs> right. Like, what's your what's your yeah? I get it. in the game. Other yeah. than other than like wanting to start this new world order, like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know, you know, these people like you're all you're doing is sowing seeds of hatred into other Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, I did have a pretty good exchange with a friend of mine who. Uh, lives on the other side of the country, and was taught and was comparing, you know, you know, why are the Black Lives Matter people not mad about the thirteen soldiers that were killed in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. but they're mad about Michael uh, George Floyd? And uh, I was like, well, I'm like, you know, like I was like, I don't want to get into an argument with you because I'm not. Sure. But I said, you know, is it possible to have a conversation about this without it turning into mm-hmm. an internet fight? And we were mm-hmm. able to, and I was like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, there's a big difference. Huge. Yeah, but you know, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Like, you know, like there's no love shown to, you know, her husband is a uh, uh, vet, so you know, you know, she has mm-hmm. a different. You know, I think she might have even been with him when he was mm-hmm. deployed. So I get it, like that, you know, that you want more coverage about that and less about the other thing. But you know, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I just. I'm just so tired 
yeah. of all these people just like you know like you know just hating on other Americans, dude. Like you know, just take your take your horse tranquilizer and sterilize yourself <laughs> so the next generation won't have to deal with you. Right, because you don't have a next generation of your own to exactly. even have to worry about. Exactly. Good lord. Well, let's transition into our streaming. But before I do that, um, I think you've already told me you did not see the trailer for Matrix Resurrections, um, which is the fourth installment of the Matrix canon, I I guess, at this point. Who? Jonathan Groff. He is. He's in the trailer. Dope. Groff Sauce is in it. I was like, I was watching the trailer. Is that Groff Sauce? is Is he an agent? It looks like he's playing a therapist. He's only in it at right at the end for a millisecond. So, mm, awesome. yeah, I, I awesome. wouldn't have you sitting to watch it now, but in the interest of time, it's two and a yeah. half minutes long. Well, but um, I, I, don't, I did not see Lawrence Fishburne. I saw Yaya instead, which I don't know if he's a new Morpheus or what. Um, well, I know there's only, it's only one Wachowski sister who did it. Yes, Lana. Um, yeah. Are they both trans yeah. women yes. now? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, it yeah, really is. Produced I, I, by Grant they, Hill. They need to make it from the from the M, Detroit Pistons. Yeah, or Phoenix Suns. Grant, yeah, what's up, Grant Hill, the basketball player. Yeah. What? Oh well, listen, dude. I guess they made it after. Oh, did you see? Um, well, okay, well, that's cool. No, I mean, I don't know what the movie's gonna be about. You can't uh, tell from the trailer. It looks like they're back in the Matrix. Like it starts with Neo in therapy. <laughs> and then he encounters Trinity on the street and they touch hands and it's like I know you and that's what it seems like and oh, then cool. things are blowing up and people are jumping off buildings and people are getting punched in the face real slow and I'm like I don't know what's yeah. going on but I'm yeah. gonna now of course my spouse is um, a, a Matrix huge Matrix fan so he's sure. all into it they lost me in movie two and then three I was like what the hell well, is happening what is going on yeah, I think that's the general consensus. I couldn't uh, do it. You, I mean, you saw it though. Oh, I saw all three, and I was like, "What the hell?" Well, did you did you watch the Animatrix? No, he said so, I should have watched that. Yeah, and also there was a video game that tied them the tied them yes. together too. It. There was like intercut scenes that were that were filmed like Jada Pink, Jada Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, and um, yeah, uh, and but they tied into part two and three that tied the movies together it actually made that's it too a better, much work better, you're absolutely right it was but it made it a better viewing experience nonetheless oh um, it's not grant hill the basketball player it's grant hill australian film producer and unit production manager i mean if he's been getting movies made he needs to get off t- the sidelines on tnt and get into the board he's getting that job too okay wrong grant hill sorry yeah, there's no way <laughs> somebody was probably yelling at me like what yeah but yaya is replacing Lawrence fishburne he oh, is Lawrence morpheus not in it? no i said yaya abdul mateen is in it who was who? just in candy man he's a candy man uh, he is in okay. he was in um the Watchmen, he, you know, no spoiler, but he's in The Watchmen. He played okay, Gina, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, uh, King's husband. husband. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he better get All his right. work. Oh, wow. Is Jada Pinkett Smith in it? No. Hmm. No, I'm sorry. She is. I take it back. Jada is in it. She's listed on the cast. Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pinkett I thought, Smith. I thought Lawrence Fishburne was on the cast list. He's not. Replaces Lawrence Fishburne. So right, chill. Wow. What's Lawrence Fishburne doing that he can't come back for a Matrix? He, he, he don't want no money? 
I had to figure out. I have to read the the Wikipedia deeper to find out why he's not in it. He's got a fascinating career. Um, Hmm. Like there was. Let me see if I can find this real quick. Oh, they needed a young Morpheus. Oh, that's rude. (laughs) Oh wait, Lawrence Fishburne later announced that he was not asked to reprise his role as Morpheus, so they iced him out. Oh wow. That's, That's not nice. They could have brought him back for a for a you know cameo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's got a. Um, oh, Lawrence Fishburne famously turned down the role of Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction. Sam, the Samuel L. Jackson part. Yeah. 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 Um, I can't even see Lawrence Fishburne in that role considering what Sam brought oh, to it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but he he definitely could have done it. Yeah, uh, he would have been great in it. Like, there's like sure, it's been, it's been, it's been different. It would have been different, but, but yeah. Okay, well, I guess if he wasn't asked to come back, then that all right. I guess the other, I guess the other sister liked him. So um, I guess that's coming out Christmas Day. It looks like Christmas. Don't. Oh, Christmas, Christmas twenty second. Got me a little bit. December twenty second. Twenty twenty two or twenty twenty one. This year, twenty twenty one. Yeah, that's it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that should be pretty good. Uh, so, what are you what are you watching currently? Well, I've been I started watching Manifest. Ah, I've been watching that as well, even though I stopped. I'm not sure it's good. That's why I stopped. <laughs> like, Everybody kept talking about it, and I was like, yeah, mm, uh, they, they're making bad choices. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm on like episode five. Um, okay. I started watching Friday Night Lights as well. Okay. The series, but I only got through two episodes of that. Okay. Um, I've been, you know, you know what I went back and watched. I've, I've been watching movies recently because I need. I, I I got only a little bit of time. I want my yeah. story completed. Got gotcha. you. Um, no, but no, I just uh, went back and watched Boogie Nights. Okay. Unbelievable. That's coming up on its twenty fifth anniversary. Have you seen Boogie Nights? We're old. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Okay. That's good. But not and enough not, to talk about it. No, and, then I, and I went back and watched Collateral. With, uh, oh yeah, with Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise and Jamie Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen and, that. And uh, because I just watched Boogie Nights and the scene when they uh, when uh, they're playing Sister Christian and like the kids throwing um, firecrackers and like it's like the like the they try to rob the guy mm-hmm. and like it's like the big shootout, right? Because of that, I'm gonna watch the movie Wonderland, which is because you know that's based on a true situation with John Holmes. So the movie starring Val Kilmer and Lisa Lisa Kudrow. Uh, okay. So I, that's all I I you know, I'm just rewatching stuff. Um, okay. I just watched News of the World last night with uh Tommy Hanks. It's a new movie though. Okay. It's like a western. Um yeah, so what do you what you what you on? I've been on series. I'm the exact opposite of you cuz I'm like I'm going to fall asleep on a movie. So for some reason hour-long episodes of series work better for me. So I watched White Lotus. Did you watch White Lotus? I did. Okay, good. I, I watched that. I finished that, though, like, in two days. Everybody way back. Like, when, oh, White Lotus finale is so good. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I watched it. Like, okay. I, I, <laughs> I watched it. I had just binged it right before the finale went live. So yeah, I saw the finale before I saw the reactions to it. Uh, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. Um, and Jennifer I'm Coolidge watching. Is amazing. 
Oh, always. She's, she's, wow. I'm probably going to get a little emotional. I'm probably and it a little was, drunk. And it was nice to see Natasha Caldwell play kind of a straight role because she's so funny on Insecure. So it was good yeah, to see her yeah. go straight. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, watching Nine Perfect Strangers right now with Nicole Kidman on How's Hulu. That? It's, it's, it's a ride. Okay, it's sure. a ride. But you know who's doing that good acting? Regina Hall. Okay. She is doing, sis is doing her good acting on that show. It's really good. Um, Nicole Kidman's accent comes when it wants to. She's supposed to be Russian. Oh, yeah. Okay. It well, sort of had, dances in and flitters back out and dances back in. What was the other show in. she did when, like, she would occasionally hear her Australian accent? Oh, um, the one with um, Hugh Grant. Yeah. She's supposed yeah, to be American. Yeah. Yep. It yeah, flittered back that. in on that. And, like, <laughs> it was back. It's yeah. <laughs> it flutter just comes and goes like the tide. Um, so that I've been watching that. So I've been like, yeah, I've been doing the series things. Um, what else have I been looking at? Oh, that's the main things. I feel oh, like yeah, the, the, the Kid Ninety documentary you may want to watch. It's, it's okay. I, so Lil Moonfry directed it. It's about uh, you know she like you know you see a lot of like '90s stars and like it's them being teenagers. Like I think okay. by the end of it, I was kind of well. Uh, it's co. It's not. It's on Hulu. It's not cohesive. As well oh. as, and it could it could be like like you know, she needed a assistant director, or she needed a second director, okay. someone who because like who can kind of put things in. Because I was all over the internet. Like, when did this happen? When did this happen? Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the story's so chronologically. Oh gosh! So it's not going like to frustrate me. I don't want to do research yeah, and watch but it, something. It, but it's cool to see like, you know, it's cool to see like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't even know if we like we're down with these. Stars like you know, yeah. Brandis, I was I rocked with, but well, I remember um, him. Yeah, but the rest. Of and it. and then I I've been indul- indulging in my goofy TV too. Like the Circle season three is back, and then we watched we rewatched Too Hot to Handle. Like we binged oh, the Too yeah, Hot to Handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I watched the first three episodes of Too Hot to Handle. I, I oh want to go back to it, but it's God. like I, I've got to watch it in a room where no one's trip. listening. It's like, a trip. I can't get caught watching Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm ruin my <laughs> it's a fun ride. ride. Yeah, I'm, I'm on season one. You just went on the internet and told everybody that you watched Too Hot to Handle. I actually didn't watch season one. I watched. We watched season two, so I haven't seen season one. Uh, season one, yeah. And so. now, Too Hot to Handle Brazil is out, and then Too Hot to Handle um, Latino uh-huh. is coming out. Like they keep doing oh, they more. Keep they keep doing them. They're churning them out. It's like it we keep, had a hit. It costs sixty five thousand dollars to make, probably like. They said to live in a beautiful villa. All they do is rent the villa and, and yeah. pay the crew. Pay the crew and like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how they keep getting these moron kids to get there, but. <laughs> like, but they're getting duped and thinking that you know kids do anything to get on TV. Yeah, although there's got to be something in the. There's got to be something in the. Um, literature of the contract that's telling you what it is I mean unless they're like you know do you think they're reading the contracts this is come on or they're like like this is oh. kids who read the Apple terms and conditions when they have to update their software no one was reading that alright we got we got a great show for you it's called Bang Beach we're gonna get a bunch <laughs> of hot singles together and then and, and like in front of he's like title subject to change yeah exactly that's not exactly what it is yeah. and they're just like Bang <laughs> Beach is amazing I'm here to party yeah, all you bring is your toothbrush and condoms. But it's interesting because in season two, and it's not a spoiler, but now everyone knows what the show is. So right, I only exactly. might see season one because nobody knows what the show is. Exactly. But now, as soon as the thing pops up on season two, they're like, we're on too hard to handle. And it looks like somebody shot 
their dogs in yeah. a line one after another because they just look like they're about to cry like Aww. i was ready to get my rocks off and now i yeah. can't for was it six weeks no three I, I, weeks I, I don't know it's a month i thought oh, yeah, i, I thought i was on freaking in fiji what's this <laughs> i can't touch her oh god it's it's a fun ride though. Now, what the one question? What if like, and what if like you get on a couch? You're gonna do couch stuff, and I haven't watched enough of this show. But you're like, All right, I'm gonna stay on this end of the couch. You stay on that end of the couch, and we're gonna watch each other do. Oh, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to. No self gratification. No baiting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that a rule? Because in the season two, there's no self gratification allowed yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's no. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Yeah, I can't do it. You lose money. So, so if you y'all, we're just talking as if y'all don't know what, what yeah. y'all know this show. But yeah, it's basically hot. Okay, it's on Netflix. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been about it. So um, we are back. We are probably not going to do an episode next week. So I'm going to be traveling, but we are going to try to start turning these bad boys back out for y'all. Season two. Season two live in in full effect. That's right. Get your money right. So before we roll out, anything you want to share with the people? No, I think I've shared already entirely too much about my too hot to handle watching. I don't think I should say anything else. <laughs> don't incriminate yourself anymore. No, I think about what I've said already. Well, once we set off, I'm going to watch The Circle. So, and I have no shame in my game whatsoever. That's so enjoy yourself. Y'all wear your masks, yep. please, because they work. I'm just saying, my the they they have a mask mandate in my baby school district and. Since they implemented that, the COVID cases went down 58%. They work. So, because we've already been under one quarantine. We don't need any more. So, yeah, wear your masks. Be kind to each other. Be safe. And we will catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace out.